Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. (laughs) Yet despite the many upsides of age, a long life means that our generation has borne witness to a number of horrendous events, and one of the most painful of these took place way back in our youth, the Vietnam War. Our guest today, Lucy Rose Fisher, is an author, an artist, and a social scientist, and Lucy's published a number of books that deal with the various aspects of aging because that was her main focus as a sociologist. But her latest book is perhaps her most poignant. It's a memoir about the life of her brother, Jerry Rose, who died in Vietnam. The book is entitled The Journalist, Life and Loss in America's Secret War. It is a moving story, and I can't wait to find out more. So welcome, Lucy Rose. And you like to go by both names, right, Lucy Rose? I do, but I answer to anything, so... Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to you, Lucy Rose, and congratulations on this book. Thank you. Well, it is truly, uh, it, it I mean, I think I, I mentioned. I can imagine, and I'd mentioned, I mean, the story is poignant. Uh, it's got an important message, and I, as I think of it, you know, kind of, transcends time and geography the story of your brother so tell us though obviously he was he was had a big impact on your life but what led you to want to write your brother's story at this time well actually i started this book decades ago uh it's almost embarrassing how long it's taken me to write this i started it then i put it aside and then i it i spent a long time writing it and you know it's interesting. It's the story. It's the story of a young man, my brother Jerry Rose, who launched a career as a journalist in the early 1960s in Vietnam. And when I started writing it, I thought his story would be interesting because it was different from other stories that come, have come out about Vietnam. And as I worked on it, it, it got to be more and more interesting. It, it's a story about a person dealing with a war, but also it's his, it's his own personal ambition. Uh, it's a, it's a, there's a love story in there. So it's, it, there's a lot, <laughs> there's, there's sort of a lot. He was my brother, and I, I may be a little bit biased because he was my brother. He was a, a really interesting person, very uh, committed to Vietnam as well as to, to the U.S. and wanting to do what he could to let people know about what was happening in Vietnam because it was at a time when many people had no idea that that the U.S. was becoming increasingly committed to a war there. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, boy, I mean, uh, many of us first-wave boomers, I'm an, an early boomer, Boy, that that story was came out as it came out later on. Things that you're right, we didn't know everything, uh, and it was so emotional. And for your brother to have actually been there and lived that story, that must have really been something. Yes, it was. It was an amazing experience for him. I mean, he didn't go to Vietnam to be a journalist. He was a writer and an artist, and he went to Vietnam to to collect material. He went there originally to teach at a university, the University of Hue, 
which was the old imperial capital in, in Vietnam. And then he got drawn into, he, he met many journalists. And one day he, he was almost, he had a two-year position as a professor. And then uh, one of his journalist friends said, I'm leaving. Would you like to take over my position? And kind of, he said, okay. And so he launched a career as a journalist. And he was, oh he was unusual in what he did, too. So um, it, was, it was, you know, as he wrote about the war, you know, it was hard for us back home, too, to be thinking about him and worrying about him. Yeah. Well, and back to the book for a moment. Uh, you give your brother top billing as a co-author. Yes. Uh, why did yes. you do that, Lucy Rose? Well, this was a decision I had to make. First of all, I I put the book in his voice, uh, I, I, as if he were saying it. And a lot of the writing is really his because I drew from his letters and his and his. Um, journals that he kept. He was an incredible writer. As he 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 was very new as a journalist in 1961, but he launched a career very quickly because of his the quality of his writing. He was writing for Time, New York Times, The Reporter, The New Republic, and The Saturday Evening Post. Uh, he wrote one of the the very first major article about U.S. troops in battle in in Vietnam. So uh, I felt like it would be unfair to him to take his writing and pretend that it was all mine because it was really a mixture of his and mine. And I wanted, I saw it as a collaboration. And, you know, it, it, it makes the term ghost written, you know, gives it a whole new meaning. So. Absolutely. And two, I mean, I've, I've heard you say that it was almost like he was sitting by your shoulder, you know, helping you write yes. the book. I mean, he was speaking to you. He was probably yeah. uh, somewhat of a spiritual or some, well, however you want to phrase it, but an experience that, that was obviously very meaningful to you. Yes. Yes, it was. It was really, it, this was sort of a work of love, <laughs> writing this book. And and it you know I spent a long time on it, but it but it was really a work of love. Well, and also in addition to his writing, as you'd mentioned earlier, he was a photographer. So some of yes. the photographs, oh my gosh, they are really evocative of everything that was going on back there. Was the yes. I, I'm sure it was again an emotional experience for you. But did the photographs bother you, or were you you know? <laughs> Drawn into that you because know, the pain on the faces. Yes, he he was a painter as well as a writer. So I think he felt like if he was going to be a journalist, he needed to do his own photography because the the visual part was really important to him. And and I think he became a really talented photojournalist. It, this was very unusual for for a person to do both the photography and and the writing, um, and he got a little flack from it from his bosses, wow. but but he wanted to do that. So, and so his he, he well many of the photo I mean he did color as well, but many of the photographs that he published were black and white, and they're they're very they're very emotional, and I think it it reflected his artist's eye. 
Absolutely, and then his his commitment to sharing the truth about what was going on yeah. there. Yeah. And I, I, we had a chance to chat before we went on air. Obviously, you know that, Lucy Rose, but uh, <laughs> telling our audience here. And you'd mentioned that Jerry was 11 years older than you. So I'm wondering, yes. you were probably not so close growing up. So this whole experience must have brought you closer to him. Yes, I think so. You know, we were close, but not, you know, it's not like siblings who, you know, are close to in the same age and play together. He was, um, he was my teacher. He was a mentor. Uh, you know, he saw it as an, on himself to uh, kind of uh, teach me. He, he gave me reading lists, you know, when I was in high school. He, he critiqued my writing. I would send him little poems, and he would critique them. And he really taught me to be a writer. I mean, in a sort of haunting way, he trained me to write this book for him, with him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it was quite, and and he was so important in my life. You know, the he died in 1965, and like maybe less than two weeks before he died, he sent me a a five-page letter. I was just about to get married. I was just graduating from college that year about to get married, and he wrote me a letter about marriage. He told me that it was really important as a woman that I have my own independent life, my own career. You know, this was 1965, not a time, you know, when, when this was a popular idea, a feminist notion, but this is what he trained me in. And so, so I owe so much of my life, <laughs> of, of what I've done in my life to, to my big brother. Oh, Lucy Rose, you just gave me those, <laughs> my eyes are welling up and I've got goosebumps up the back of my neck. How wonderful. And so here is a way that you could honor his memory, share some of the, you know, his thoughts taken from him, work together with him. Uh, it must uh been, you know, like I say, kind of a spiritual experience. I, I think it was in a way. And I, and I think... Writing and art, for me, they are spiritual experiences. So, in general, so this was this was that on top of that. Well, and also in addition to the aspect of your brother and the relationship you've had, and putting his words out for the public to see and and uh, read and and see uh, the photographs, etc. We all know, a lot of us boomers remember that the Vietnam War was a tragedy on so many levels. I'm wondering, yeah. while you were doing your research, in addition to feeling connected to your brother, did any of the information you saw, did it shock you or surprise you or, or upset you in certain ways about what was going on there and the story he wanted to bring back to the States? Well, well, it was a really, I mean, it's a very troubling period of, of American of American history, not that there aren't other troubling periods, but but it, it was a very difficult time, and he was committed to telling the truth. I mean, there were there were over a hundred journalists who died in the Vietnam War, and so you know, being a journalist is a risky profession, especially when you do it in that kind of context. And and he was. He was the kind of journalist who went out and went into the field. He embedded himself with soldiers. He he went 
and he interviewed people all over the country at a time there was when there was terror you know there was there was a war going on all over the country he went out and he talked to people because he wanted to know all over the, in the villages he wanted to know what what were the people's perspective and he wrote about that and so you know what he did was was risky but it was something that he really felt he needed to do Wow, talk about a commitment and uh, someone who is, you know, brave, has a lot more courage than I ever could have. I mean, wow. He, me, he me must too. have really been, uh, yes, and I'm thinking for his his, his baby sister, <laughs> Lucy Rose, which you were, I, I can see why you must, you know, treasure the ways and the time that you had with him and the uh, especially the ability to be able to share his life with your readers. Oh, well. I felt like, it, first of all, it's a good story, and it's an interesting story, but it's also important. The story about a journalist during this time period, he was able to, to share a perspective that I think is different. Uh, it's the beginnings, it's the underpinnings of, of where that that ended up. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's before Americans knew about what was happening, he was a witness there. And you have allowed us to be witnesses, too, Lucy Rose. I, I'm so grateful to be able to chat with you and, and talk about your brother and, this, of course, this wonderful book, The Journalist. <laughs> you do have a website, and I've had the pleasure of spending some time on that website. So where can our listeners go to find out more about you? Of course, your other books, but your writing and your art as well. Uh, it's Lucy Rose Designs. Dot com, so it's uh, and designs has an S on the end, so it's LucyRoseDesigns.com is my website, and I'd love to to meet people there, and I and I have a little newsletter if you can find it for that too. So, well, wow, Lucy Rose. Well, I just was wondering, we're going to, you know, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience before we have to close? Well, I just I thank you for inviting me for this conversation and uh and if people have have comments about the book, I'd love to hear from them. Well, and I would like to add too that, you know, the story of your brother, uh beautifully written by both of you, <laughs> is going to I mean, I think it's especially relevant to our generation. We were back, you know, a lot of us weren't physically there, but so many of us remember that whole event was such a mixture of, you know, ideas, thoughts uh, about that time in our lives. But you brought it back to life, and you brought your brother back to life. So thank you, Lucy Rose. And thank you so much. Well, and I also appreciate you spending time and sharing uh, the story of your brother with us. Uh, I really do believe uh, for all you out there, you boomers, <laughs> be sure and check out both Lucy's website and, of course, her art, her books on aging, and this wonderful book, The Journalist. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. Sam, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.